You're listening to the Roofing Success Podcast, a show created to inspire roofing contractors to achieve optimal success in their roofing businesses. I'm the host, Jim Moline, the co-author of the book, Internet Marketing for Roofing Contractors, how to triple your sales and turn your roofing website into an online lead generation machine. I'm also the co-founder of Roofer Marketers, the digital marketing agency for the roofing industry. On each episode, I'll be sitting down with industry leaders to talk about their processes, the lessons they've learned, and how to find success in roofing. All right, welcome to another episode of the Roofing Success Podcast. Today, I'm really excited. Uh, longtime uh, uh, kind of friend and client of our company uh, is, is on with us today to share their story and, and the success that they found in their roofing business. So, you know, I don't want to spend too much time introducing. It's kind of int- uh, hard to introduce someone that you know as much, but, but I wanted to introduce Justin Crime from Prominent Construction, uh, hit the Inc. 5000 in 2018 with their business. And, and are really scaling and growing in a very, very strategic way. And so, Justin, could you tell us a little bit about your business and, you know, how long you've been around and, you know, kind of the story of Prominent Construction? Uh, we've been in business since 2012. Um, we started, we, me and my partner, Chad, we both worked for a previous company together. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of put our heads together and we're like, well, you know, I think we can do this together. Um, so... We, you know, kind of got or uh, got some cash together, and you know, I got the GC license, and we got the marketing or the web page put together, and you know, kind of all the stuff that comes with it. Um, and we just started selling. Uh, when we first started, um, it was just me and him knocking doors. We didn't use no SEO or Google AdWords or anything. It was just good old-fashioned door knocking, real fun. Yep. Um, but that's kind of what you got to do. You know, we, we never were a believer in taking loans out or anything like that. So we just kind of, you know, had to work our tails off to get to where we're at today. Um, so yeah, that's what, kinda, it, that's what it I own a storm damage restoration company. We do, you know, siding, roofing windows, gutters. Um, and sometimes we'll do some other miscellaneous stuff, but we, we focus majority of our, our uh, efforts on doing roofing probably about, I'd say 75% of our work's roofing. So we do a ton of roofing. We did about 400 roofs this year. So it's a lot of roofs. That's a lot of roofs. And a lot of headaches. How how many crews you guys run in sales? employees you guys got, you know, probably have, you know, 10 right now, but I mean, it kind of can, we can end up having more as the year goes on. It depends, but you know, we have five permanent crews that we've been using for the last I don't know, six years or so. So nice. Nice. How many salespeople you got working for you now? Uh, that kind of fluctuates too. Cause it's kind of a hard job. I mean, some guys just can't hack it. Uh, you know, you're your own boss. I mean, I'm your boss, but you're kind of your own boss. You kind of yeah. go out and work when you want to, but if you're not working, you're not going to make money. So some guys are not able to do that. Some people just like a more of a structure. This isn't very structured. You kind of set your own schedule, your own appointments, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys go out and then they, you know, work a day or two and they're like, you know, this just isn't for me. So, I mean, we, we have uh, permanent, permanent sales guys right now. I think we have seven. We probably started off with 15 at the beginning of the year and yep. 
Yeah, so it's a high turnover uh, rate, but the guys that stick around, it, yeah, the guys that stick around do very, very, very well. So for sure, for sure. So what, uh, you know, what would you say that prominence unique selling proposition is? It, you know, it, it, you know, how do you position yourselves in the eyes of the customer to 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 make you stand out versus, you know, I mean, Minneapolis, the Twin Cities, the market that you're in is a you know pretty competitive roofing market. So well, what, what do you how guys- do we stand out? We've never had. A, a complaint with the you know Department of Labor and Industry. There's a lot of companies out there that have had issues with the Department of Labor and Industry. Um, we've had, I think, one complaint on the BBB in the last however long we've been in business. I think yeah. 2012. So that's quite some time. Um, we're one of the highest ranked contractors in the city of Minneapolis. Um, I think that says something because getting those reviews is very hard. I have people all the time telling me, oh yeah, we'll write a review and they never write it. You know, Never. so getting those, I think we have over 90 right now. Um, yep. It takes time and it's very hard. I don't care who says it's, you, it's easy. It's not for sure. Um, so I, I think that, you know, we're a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning. We're a Mastic elite contractor with Mastic, you know, the siding that we use. Um, and, you know, we got a number of accreditations as well um, from various other, you know, organizations and stuff like that. So. So it's, it's that building of trust. It sounds like, yeah, you know, building of trust by doing good work on a, you know, job to job basis, but you know, just, just really knocking it out of the park for your customers. And, and, and that is, you know, so your unique selling proposition is that you do great work, right. And, and, and you're going to exceed the expectations of, of other contractors in the area. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say we're not perfect though. I mean, things do happen, you know, human all the time. I'm not going to say we're, you know, (laughs) perfect company out there and you'll never have a problem because it's construction. Let's be real. That's right. But you know, overall, I think we do a a pretty good job. So yeah, but that's honesty, right? If you tell someone there's no way you're going to ever have an issue, right? It's, it's not true. There's always stuff that comes up, man. You know, you always, you know. Yeah, I mean, I could give you a couple of good examples if you're. Yeah, interested. for sure. Yeah, like ba- basically, I mean, I had a siding job this this summer. Uh, the, the insurance company paid for the aluminum siding on it, the roof, some gutters, etc. Um, when we went to tear off, every window around the house had rotten wood around it, and uh-huh. it wasn't just the rotten wood wood around the the, the window. It went down the wall. So the homeowner's like, well, can we fix it? I said, oh, absolutely, but it's going to cost you. So I had to figure out what that costs, and they were kind of just dropped their mouth like, what? And I'm like, well, this is underlying issues, and insurance company doesn't pay for wood rot. That, yep. you know? And I know you didn't know about it, and they didn't know about it, but it's somebody's got to pay for it. I can't just do it for free. And, and that's and where you, homeowners get upset, you know? <laughs> yeah, those so surprises, like, the, the surprise, yeah, I mean, not, this, thousands of dollars of surprises, you know? Yeah, this, this house, I mean, this is a – probably built in the 50s 60s yeah. so and i think it's the original siding so i mean i think it costs them an extra six grand to get all that fixed which it looks great and they're really really happy right now but nobody wants to spend an extra six grand on top of what the insurance company pays so for sure for sure you know, but yeah that's kind of you know examples of things we run into when we're doing jobs and is it fun no but you know we'll get it done and get it done the right way and that that's the important part, right? So, yep. you know, is to get it done the right way and make sure that, you know, you're addressing these issues with the customer. They understand, you know, helping them understand the process, helping them understand what the implications would be if they don't get this fixed, right? Yep. There's a lot of, 
you know, man, if you were saying, you know, a house that maybe, maybe built 50 years ago or in the fifties or whatever it was, you know, this, this, this has been on an ongoing issue that they just weren't aware of that, you know, yeah, the Minneapolis St. Paul houses, they're, they're something else too. Cause those houses can be anywhere from 80 to a hundred years old. That's right. Tear the roof off and it's got space decking like this on it. <laughs> we got to put all new plywood on the roof and the homeowners just, you know, are like, wow, we got to, you know, but this is what you get when you get an older house. That's right. You got to take right. care of old issues that were never taken, you know, because building codes are a lot different than they were, you know, today than they were 40, 50 years ago. Definitely. <laughs> so they didn't yeah, have definitely. all the, the codes they have these days. So, and so, basically what our job is, is to, you know, bring it up to code and make sure that it passes inspection and stuff like that. So definitely. So what, uh, you know, I, I, of course I know, you know, you guys work with us on the digital marketing side. We do all your digital marketing, but you know, what type of, you know, for the viewers and the listeners, uh, what types of marketing do you guys do? Uh, and, and what do you think has been, you know, working out well for you? And what, what have you done in the past that hasn't worked out well for you? So let's start with, you know, what do you, what are we, what are you doing right now? Uh, well, right now we're kind of taking it easy. <laughs> Winter time. That's <laughs> no, right. But, uh, we, we've done marketing in magazines, uh, marketing online, mailers, uh, door hangers, just good old fashioned door knocking, um, canvassing. We use canvassers. We use telemarketers. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of something else that we might use. We, we, we've done emailers. Um, a lot of people will cancel those when we send them cause nobody, uh -huh. not everybody likes that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if you get one, one lead out of a mailer or an email, I mean, that pays for itself the way I look at it. So yeah, for sure. What, uh, what do you think is the most effective marketing channel that you guys have going right now? I would say, to be honest with you, good old fashioned door knocking. Nice. I, 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 I think that's always the best way to get a lead, but you get burnt out on it. It's, yeah. it's a lot of work. Um, but I think our second best thing is, you know, Google AdWords or SEO. Yeah. Um, but I, I think those both, you know, go, go together because I mean, people, when you door knock their house, are going to go on Google to check you out. And so they kind of go neck and neck. Yeah. So and I that's where having, you know, you know, I, I'd you say those are both the number one. Yeah. And, and so that's why, you know, speaking to what you said earlier about, you know, getting click, you guys are pushing the hundred review mark. You know, yeah. having that, having that image online with that, you know, that, the, to build the trust with that person. I, I talk to contractors all the time about canvassing and, and door knocking. And, and I'm like, you think the second you leave that house, they're not Googling you. Oh yeah. Exactly. Right. It's, you know, they are. So you have to build up that online presence, have that professional, you know, professional, you know, trustworthy image online to go along with the hard work in the, in the door knocking. Right. Absolutely. But, but that face to face is, is all, there's always something special about that face to face with. Yeah. Somebody, I mean, right? me personally, if I, what I always tell these guys, I think the best way to, to get your own leads is to door knock. You look at yep. your hail map and you find out where the hail is and then you go scout and yep. your best lead ever is a door. I mean, I could get, if, if a storm hits, uh, I could probably sign up the whole block that, you know, and that's, 15 leads yourself in one day. Exactly. You know? Yep. So it's, but like I said, all those people will search you. They'll be like, Oh, what's this? What happened here on this review? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, 
very, but then you got, they're like, well, they said all these good things about you. And then there's just this one, you know, review that they talked about and you're just like, well, you got to kind of explain what happened there. And, but, yep. and, but yeah, and not, no, everyone's I, gonna I think, be, not everyone's going to be, you know, a hundred percent happy. It's nah, part of exactly. it. It's part of it, you know? But yeah, I think, I, I think, like I said, the, the door knocking and the, the, the people that call into our company too, Cause you get a lot of people. Those are, those are probably the best leads too, because they've already done their research on your company. They've looked into your company. They've done everything. So when you call, you know, when they call you and you go out to the house, you don't have to sit there and over, you know, that's right. Oversell. They already know, Hey, where do I sign? Yeah. You just have to not screw it up at that point. Yeah. Basically you don't <laughs> want to send out a, somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. So. That's right. That's right. But I've had people call in. They're like, yeah, can we just, we have an insurance check. Can we, can we meet with somebody so we can get going? It's like, Oh, great. Those are, those are the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. exactly. And that, you know, and really a lot of that, you know, I mean, you know, be, you know, we're a little biased here on, on our side, but you know, having your, that, that's part of it, right? A lot, people are going to Google to, to, to do a make, to start their buying decision, right? Yep. So they're, they're going Always. out there researching and, and everybody listening, you do the same thing, right? So if you oh, think absolutely. they're not, if you, if you don't think people are Googling your company, you know, and, and, you know, you have to have all those things in order to make sure that you're, you're putting the right, you know, the right processes out or the right image out there, right? Uh, yep. One of the things that, you know, you guys do well on your website is, you know, images of, of the, of, of everybody, right? Bios of everyone on the, on yep. the website, pictures of everyone, pictures of you guys, you know, the whole group, the, the whole employee group, things like that. All those little things are just those little extra things that, that, that build trust for people. You know, that, the guy with the yellow hard hat with the smiley white teeth and the button up shirt, he's not, you know, he doesn't build trust, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so, you know, having all of that together, um, you know, really, really makes a big, a, a big difference. Um, you guys, are, are you guys, um, do it, have any special initiatives to attract those online reviews or you, you, have you, have you put like a, a specific system in place that you're asking for reviews in a certain way or at certain times during the sales, during the process or. So we, we usually ask for, you know, ask them to, to write a review for us. It really helped. I mean, especially the people that call in like, yeah, they use somebody else's reviews to kind of help them make their decision. And so like we say to them, you know, Hey, you know, the best compliment is a review and it helps other people like yourself make decisions. So yep. it really does help us, you know, can you please, you know, talk about your experience and how we helped you and what we did for you. And maybe even say a few good things about the sales guy, because that helps him get his sales too, you know, Oh, right. Hey, Mark did a really good job. He was, you know, he always answered his phone. He always, con you know, he dealt with everything with the insurance company and I didn't have to do anything. All yeah. I had to do is pick out my colors and that's, that's that. Yeah. You know. That's an interesting point to bring up is, is personalizing, asking for a personalization of the review yep. to the specific employees in your company that people deal with because yep. They, they're going to be hearing, the next customer is going to be hearing from, you know, a, a lot of the same people. You know, some of those salespeople might not be around anymore, as, the, as we talked about. Yeah, but, no, they, they come know, and go. They come and go, but, but at the same time. This is time, a very it, hard job. <laughs> it's a, it is not the easiest job in the world, that's for sure, yeah. So, um, so let's talk about that, like, you know, from going to, you know, um, going into, you know, you know, you had, you started the year, 
it was in 2019 with 15, uh, 15 salespeople, you said. Yeah. Uh, ended the year with, did you say seven or eight? Seven or eight, somewhere Seven or eight, look. right? In doing that, how did you, uh, what do you guys do maybe on the recruiting end? How do you, what do you look for uh, when, when hiring a salesperson? Um, what, you know, what, what attributes are you looking for? Are you looking for someone that's experienced in the roofing industry? Do you guys train them you up? Don't even, you don't like me. Well, you don't even have to have experience. We, we train for one, um, two, we're, we're looking for guys that are go-getters that aren't afraid, you know, to get told no. Yeah. Cause in this industry, you're going to get told no, you're going to get people that back out. You're going to get people that don't want, they say they're going to go with you and then they don't, you know, yeah. um, great example. My partner, he was in mortgages before he started in this industry. So he heard no a lot. Never, <laughs> yeah. Never, never did, uh, never did construction, uh, got into it. I mean, it's all about numbers. It's a numbers game and it's out there getting in front of people and working hard. Yeah. Um, but if you, I mean, if you got a hard worker, a person, you know, that's mentally able to, you know, work, long days and in the summer when it's really hot and you know we'll pound doors I mean I'll knock 40 doors a night and some nights I only get one response I mean you're gonna you put in a lot of time but you get what you put into it so you just we need people that you know kind of have that they're movers and shakers yeah yeah so you're looking for that up front and then you're, you're you're training them on the process of selling a roof Correct. Yes. Right. And yeah. and then the yeah, there's going to be some sink and swim in that. And some, oh yeah. You know, some are no, going to be guys, better than know, other. I'll have guys that are like, oh yeah, out there I knocked eighty doors and I didn't talk to one person. I'm like, I don't buy that. Did you actually yeah. count how many <laughs> doors you knocked? Because if you knocked eighty doors, you'll get on one roof. That's right. Maybe two, maybe three, but yeah. there's no yeah. way you knock eighty doors and you can't get on one roof. Yeah. You know? So that's just. Guy, you know, guys making up excuses, and, especially if they're following the the the, the storm, right? If, absolutely, if yeah. After you know, a storm, I I've had guys that you know come on right away, and they go out, and they're like, "Yeah, I can't find any hail damage," and I'm like, "My other sales rep just brought in ten jobs this week, <laughs> or you know, uh-huh. five jobs." I might ten ten yeah. might be a little out there, but it's amazing how you couldn't find any. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't find any. So yeah, there's there's guys that you know they just try it out, and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't for me." you know, some guys can't handle. So like a great example is a storm hit uh, Lakeville last year, right in the beginning of the springtime. And I got out there with my partner at about eight or nine o'clock. We were doing a little scouting, trying to find areas for the guys to work and stuff like that. And there was really nobody out there. Uh, by the time my sales guys got out there, there was a roofer at every door. Yeah. And it wasn't a very big storm. So it was pretty condensed. I mean, there would be streets where you couldn't even drive down because there were so many contracts. <laughs> Some of these guys are like, how do you even do this? And I'm like, you just got to put your blinders on and go. Right. I mean, there's going to be a guy that comes up and talks to your homeowner after you, no matter what, no, no matter what so it, it really It's unless, you know, all these guys, they, you know, they wish there wasn't competition. Well, there is, and this is a very highly com- competitive industry. And I'm sure there's going to be I already know for a fact there's like two new guys that I know that just started into this industry too. So that's right. Yep. Yeah. There's always a new, Personally. there's yeah, exactly. There's always a new company getting started. There's the salespeople that, that, that decide to leave the company they're with. There's the production guys that try to, you know, Hey, 
I, I that I know a good sales guy and I'm a good production guy. So let's, you know, Hey, let's start a company. Always going for the bigger deal, better deal. That's right. There's always a, there's always another competition. So how do you guys, stay, how do you, how, what kind of advice would you give someone in that regard of staying focused and you know, what do you do to, to just stay, you know, to not worry about the competition? And, and I know, just, I go in there knowing I'm going to lose jobs. I already know I'm going to lose it. If I, if I sign up 10 homeowners, I might get three out of that. Somebody will come in and give them everything. And yeah. when you give them everything, you don't make anything. <laughs> you, you don't. So it's not worth it to me to do that. I want to, you know, I have a business. I'm in the industry to make money. Um, uh -huh. And a lot of guys, usually it's the guys that do that, that don't have much experience. They're, yeah. they go in there saying they're paying the deductible, which is illegal. I don't know uh -huh. why they do it, but um, two, they're given all these free upgrades, which they're not supposed to do either. Um, so by the time they give all these free upgrades, your, you know, margins aren't very high. And it's just, you know, not worth it. How many of those guys do you see around two, three years later? Not very many. <laughs> no, they, you hear about the problems they have. They lose their license. Uh, they, they're paying fines at the Department of Labor and Industry. Uh, like I said, I've never had to do that, nor went down that road, nor do I want to go down that road. Yeah. So we, we try to abide by the rules and do things the right way. <laughs> You guys do anything on special, uh, you know, uh, say on production day that you know to make sure that the homeowner is is really, you know, kind of that that you feel exceeds their expectations of what you, you know, what what you're doing that, you know. Yeah. So basically, them? when we get the down payment, we usually call them and let them know, hey, we received your down payment. Uh, we'll get working on your file as soon as you know the next. Usually, we we have those sales guys. I think we have them turn in stuff on like Wednesdays. Okay. So then we start reviewing it the following week. Um, you know, anywhere it can take anywhere from three to four weeks to build a roof because sometimes insurance companies miss things on the estimate that we need to go back to and say, Hey, you missed four gable cornices on the front of the house. Uh, you guys are short on ice and water. There's a huge six foot patio that needs more of it, you know, overhang or whatever. Um, you know, the ridge cap on here isn't the cheap stuff. It's the higher performance. And that's the, the benefit of working with us. We work directly with the insurance company. So if there's all those things on the roof that the homeowner or that the insurance company missed, we go back to the insurance company and say, Hey, you know, you missed $1,600 worth of extra stuff on this roof. And if it's legitimate, they pay it. That's right. Which, you know, it is, I don't supplement for ridiculous stuff you know yeah so. <laughs> so then uh you know production day comes around you guys you know focus on how you guys are cleaning up or you know what's your process there to and you know and how do you how do you how do you you know kind of close out the job with the customer and, and conversations that you have with them is that when you're asking for a review or yep we we don't ask for any review until we're done with the job because i don't want to you know, obviously the job's not done. So why would I yeah. ask for it? You know, yep. so once they're done with it, we're just like, Hey, can you, you know, help us out? You know, you had a really great experience and we loved working with you. Could you, could you do us a solid and, you know, fill out a review on Google. We'll send, we'll email it to you and we'll text it to you. All you got to do is it'll take, you know, two minutes out of your day to, to write a quick review. Yeah, for sure. And we'll send that and they may or may not do it. I don't know. Like I said, those reviews are hard to get. They are. Um, and I don't want to keep calling them and be like, Hey, can you write that review? You know, if they do it, they do it. And it's awesome. Yeah. 
but like I said, getting to that mark that we're at right now is extremely hard. And I don't care what sales guy or what company out there says it's easy. It's not. No, it, that no. It, it's, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, right? There's, Absolutely. you know, it, what in, in all of it. So, you know, with, uh, you know, with, with, with maybe a contractor that, you know, maybe they're doing, you know, maybe they're, maybe they just broke seven figures this year. Maybe they just hit that mil, you know, million, little over a million mark. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, for, for the person that's trying to up, you know, kind of, kind of really grow their business a little bit. What are, what's some insight that you can share with the audience that has helped you find success in your business? What do you think the keys are that, that you guys have found that, that have helped get you to, you know, an Inc. 5000 list, you know, roofing contractor? Uh, just having that hustler man mentality, uh, being go-getters, uh, meeting with their sales guys, giving them good training, uh, you know, being out there in the field with them. Um, you know, we're, they always have, if they ever have questions, we can answer them. You know, we will, we'll, we'll come on, kind of go out there and show them where to go and what to do and how to do it. And, uh, I'm just trying to think of some other things I could say, but yeah, so it I sounds mean, like you it's, it's a, you, you have a lead by example approach. Absolutely. Like, like I'm not an owner that just sits in the office. Yeah. I went out and sold, I think 500 K myself this year. My partner sold 500 K. Yep. Did we really have the time to do that? Absolutely not. But <laughs> kind of got to go out there and show these guys, we know, we still know how to do it. We had to, you know, get a little rust, you know, we were a little rusty, but uh -huh. we in there and, you know, did what we had to do. So, but I, I could do it again. I mean, the pre previous year, I think I sold like 2.4 million. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And you get the sales guys that come in and you tell them that and they're like, yeah, right. And I'm like, well, whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't make me, don't make me come out in my, don't, don't make me come out and show you. <laughs> Any additional nuggets of wisdom that your insight that you'd like to share with everybody today? Uh, don't be afraid to spend money on marketing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on marketing. Uh, it's uh, you know, these guys, they look at it, if it's two, three, four, five grand, it's like, if you spend that kind of money, you're going to get that back. If you can sell, if you can't sell, then you might as well just not even be in this industry. But for sure, I, I, I spent a lot of money on marketing just cause that's, you got to do that. If you're I know. We with see all it. the competition <laughs> out there, you got to stay ahead of the competition. So yeah. And spending five grand a month is peanuts, to be honest with you. Yep. So don't be afraid it, it, to spend money on uh, marketing at all. It's a hard thing for people to overcome. When you guys kind of made that transition, transition, because I know what your pay-per-click budgets are, and I, you know, during you know that? during during the roofing season, right? You guys yeah. are pushing it hard. Yeah. Um. You know what? You know what? When you made that shift and decided to start really investing, investing in marketing is what I like to say, instead of spending, because it is that mindset of investment. You need that. It's all about that return on investment. When you made that, when you guys made that decision, Hey, we're going to start, you know, let's, let's make that commitment to, you know, and, and the first month that you ever dropped 5k on pay-per-click, yep. you know, it, I'm assuming that it was a scary thing, right? Not uh, really. Cause I mean, I had all, all our sales guys were pretty well seasoned. Okay. So to me spending that, I know we won't get them all. That's right. But we'll get a lot of them. Yep. So, so that's a good point right there. And, and it, you know, a lot of times, 
um, companies will look for to, to increase their lead flow, yep. um, but they may not have the, 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 the sales process in place to manage that lead flow or close those deals. So, you know, if you don't have, if you don't, if you don't have someone to close those leads, you might not want to spend that, <laughs> that yeah. five grand, right? Uh, get, maybe, maybe get that in line first, you know? So yep. Justin, man, I appreciate you having, you know, spending some time with us today. I know you guys are, well, I know it's the off season now. So, so you get a little time, uh, time to contemplate and plan for uh, plan for 2020. And I, I know you guys are, are, are going to crush it. And uh, this has been another episode of the Roofing Success Podcast. If you would like to generate more sales through your digital marketing efforts, please visit roofermarketers.com and get a copy of the book, Internet Marketing for Roofing Contractors, How to Triple Your Sales and Turn Your Roofing Website into an Online Lead Generation Machine. Also, check the training section of the website for guides on everything from running effective pay-per-click ads to how to properly set up your Google My Business listing. This has been another episode of the Roofing Success Podcast. Thanks for listening.